0: COVID-19 numbers continue to rise, more big money turns bullish on the market for 2021, and Tesla is moving even higher. This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. The market is moving higher today, at least part of it. This morning we opened green and now we are moving lower. Uh, The NASDAQ is currently down 36 points, Dow Jones up 134 points, and the S&P 500 down a point. And honestly, this market is just seeing more choppy action this week, and we just have a bunch of mixed news throughout the market. COVID-19 numbers are moving up and heading to the moon right now, just as Tesla stock is. But at the same exact time, For some reason, the big money seems to be getting more and more bullish on the market in 2021. We're going to dig all into it today, but the first thing we have to touch on is, well, the headline of the day, the news of the day, and that would be COVID-19. That is the news of the day. Everyone's talking about it, and we really do have to nail down on it. The seven-day average of new infections hit 170,855 as of yesterday, with total cases in the U.S. now topping 12.25 million cases I mean just terrible news not only that but deaths now topping 156,803 now we did get some positive news today besides the case counts which I am happy to see Regeneron is going to provide and this is out just a few minutes ago 300,000 of COVID-19 treatment doses you know while it is only 300,000 and we have 12.25 million cases um, at least announced total throughout this whole entire time you know it's still going to help. And that is positive news. Other positive news today, at least if you want to call it positive, is we did get more vaccine news on another vaccine um, out of Oxford and AstraZeneca showing 70% average effectiveness. The market isn't super bullish on this vaccine news, but it is just enough and it was just enough to boost some of the reopening plays this morning and this, um, I'd say, mid-morning going in the afternoon. Now, it's not terrible. Uh, A lot of experts are saying it won't even be approved in the U.S. We'll see what happens. At least that's what most of the experts are saying. Um, But they use similar technology, um, at least from what I heard, to johnson and johnson so some are worried that johnson and johnson is going to produce a vaccine that had very similar results to astrazeneca um now the upside of the astrazeneca vaccine and possibly the johnson and johnson one is that they're more traditional vaccines so when it comes to storage and how the i'd say deliver them to the american people it's not going to be as difficult um, versus these new technology ones out of uh pfizer not Fiverr, Pfizer, and um, Moderna. So, you know, it's going to come down to really what occurs here within, I would say, the next two weeks. Um, do cases continue to rise or do they fall back? Do we go back in the lockdown? Uh, do we not go back into lockdown? There's some governors, such as Texas, um, the Texas governor, coming out and saying, you know, we're not going to lock down no matter what. And then there's other governors, for instance, Michigan, Ohio, uh, Chicago, coming out and saying, you know, we're we're, we're probably going to lock down. Um, so it it's a mixed bag across the United States on what is going on with COVID-19, um, lockdowns, and vaccines. Over in the UK, it sounds like. We might see early December rest, uh, restrictions lifting, um, but that is just a headline I just noted, and you know you never really know. It resurges, uh, COVID nineteen resurges so quickly. It's kind of hard to tell. It's kind of hard to pinpoint it. Um, so I wouldn't be getting super hopeful on anything real soon. Now digging into the market, digging into what is going on throughout the next, I would say. A few months um, into 2021, into the new year, and what stocks are going to do next year. And we talked about uh, Friday how more big money, such as Bill Ackman, is getting very bullish on the market for 2021. Um, It sees some risk here late 2020, but in 2021, it sees a lot of upside for US equities. And today, we just saw even more confirmation of that. BlackRock uh, came out and upgraded US equities for 2021 and noting that they favor a barbell approach they are positive giving the vaccine um, progress that the united states has made and they are happy with the outlook into 2021 and i couldn't agree more i agree with their barbell approach Um, and I think a lot of people and a lot of you should go with a barbell approach at the end of the day, you're going to have these, um, reopening plays such as Boeing and the cruise lines and the airlines and, uh, some of the industrials and manufacturers, such as, you know, um, Honeywell and general electric, you're going to see those names. Um, they're going to rally throughout the next several months, as long as that vaccine hope and vaccine target keeps on getting closer and closer. And every time we get positive vaccine news. And this is because, you know, they hit a rock bottom uh, in the COVID-19 crash and they really didn't come back much since then. Um, And now we're going to see basically a rally back to normal, I believe, throughout the next few months into 2021, into late 2021, by the time we're out of COVID-19. But at the same time, you're going to have hiccups in between. It's not just going to be a straight line because nothing in the stock market is a straight line up or down, Um, almost never, unless there is some sort of crazy catalyst that pushes the stock, um, in an upward or downward direction so fast that many people could not imagine it. And at the end of the day, um, there's going to be hiccups, not everything straight up. And therefore you're going to want these companies that continue to do well, whether we have COVID or not. And that is where your barbell strategy comes in. On one side, you want the reopening plays and on the other side, you want the stay at home names, or I don't really call them stay at home names anymore. I'm trying to shift away from that. Um, these names that you know the tough names the strong names the names that can grow whether we have covid-19 or not and when i say that i mean salesforce i mean apple i mean microsoft amazon you get you, you get what i'm putting down and that is just the way we have to think going forward into 2021 is Barbell, 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 and we've been saying this ever since the beginning of COVID-19, but even now, I believe it's getting more important because I believe both sides very soon are going to start the rally. Um, I look over the past few weeks, and it seems that the market is getting more and more calm and acting as one. Um, You know, we're seeing crazy COVID-19 numbers, but the market isn't acting abnormal um, as it did in March when we started seeing those crazy COVID-19 numbers and the market crashed, COVID crash. Um, We're not seeing that, this go around. What we're seeing is a market that is actually relatively calm. We're seeing a VIX in the low 20s now. Um, And I'm very positive about that. I'm seeing the market act as one now. I'm seeing the market act more as one, not completely as one. You still see quite a bit of abnormally, uh, you know, abnormalities. But at the end of the day, we are seeing and I am seeing the market act more and more as a whole um, together in its movements. And that is what I like. You know, if it's not a big moving day, the market doesn't move much. I look at the market right now and yeah, the NASDAQ is down. It's down 0.28%. But at the same time, the Dow's only up 0.5%. And the S&P's even, it's not even up, it's up 0.03%. So, you know, the market is acting more as one. On the big green days, we're seeing it all go green. And on the red days, we're seeing it all go red. So I like that. I like that the market is acting more as a whole now and we're not getting this crazy volatility that it was tough to trade. Now, taking a look at some individual names, getting away from the overall market going into 2021. And I want to take a look at, this very, you know, this name that just people always remember, people always know, and the thing does not stop. And that is Tesla. Tesla is an unrelenting force that continues to move higher. And honestly, I am just, I'm I'm jaw dropped by the stock. The way the stock moves, the way the stock is moving, the, it's, It's honestly unbelievable. It's now trading at 517 points a share. They just had a split a few months ago and this thing just continues to go crazy. And this is off of an upgrade today by Wedbush. Um, they raised their price target on Tesla to 560 from 500 bucks a share. And they noted steeper EV adoption curve. They noted that EVs are going to be adopted um, much quicker and much faster than what they thought throughout the next 18 to 24 months. And they raised also their base bull case to a $1,000 price target from 800 bucks Um throughout the next 18 to 24 months, I presume. Yeah, at least that's the way I read through it over the eight, next 18 to 24 months, that's base baseball case. So, extremely bullish out of Wedbush on Tesla, and I, I think rightfully so. Um, Tesla's up 27 points right now, and this stock just doesn't stop. This is one stock that I don't often trade. I do hold some of it in a portfolio I manage, but the thing with Tesla is it doesn't follow many fundamental bases. Um, it doesn't follow really many technical bases either. It doesn't follow many rules that are typical to the stock market. It literally just continues to push higher. And I think what that comes from is Tesla is a phenomenon. Tesla is a company that built out now a brand that i believe is going to be one of the leading auto brands in the next 10 years but not just only an auto brand but a technology company tesla is producing um some insane products you know their battery technology is definitely improving and now they're doing a lot of their own battery manufacturing um and the way you know the cost analysis going out the next, say, uh, five to 10 years on these cars that Tesla's manufacturing. They're going to be able to get their manufacturing costs down extremely, and therefore the cost of the vehicle making EVs more affordable. And, you know, from personal experience, I'm a big Tesla fan. I like the brand. I'm a huge fan of Elon Musk. And I'll just put that out there. You know, I'm just going to put that out there. I don't trade the stock often, but I'm just putting it out there that I do like Tesla. So I'm coming from somewhat of a... um bias outlook on it now some people you know they see these other competitors and yes they are competitors are great but i don't think that they hit the tesla level I, i simply don't i don't think they have the brand behind them i don't think these competitors have everything um over the next i'd say few years ready to go when it comes to distribution and manufacturing at scale i don't believe that they are ready to compete with tesla i think tesla's much farther ahead than many think um and i just i find it hard to believe that this company that has advanced so much and is making evs and i would say made the ev um built the ev market to where it is now i mean EVs a few years ago if you look back electric vehicles they were nothing they were nothing a few years ago when you thought of electric vehicles you thought of the Chevy Volt and the Prius and the Prius wasn't even a full electric vehicle and Tesla came onto the stage boasting these electric vehicles that looked amazing that technology wise were way ahead of the competitors and they still do that. And the, now everyone's getting in the EV game because they now see that Tesla has something. They see the bullishness on Tesla. They see the market in the branding on Tesla. When you think electric car, you think Tesla immediately, almost immediately, at least anyone I talk to, if you say electric car, everyone says, go buy a Tesla. And that is why I like Tesla so much. Not because of, you know, oh my, oh my goodness, you know, this, this, and this, and this. No, I'm coming basically from a basic outlook from a basic fundamental standpoint the brand power behind tesla the technology power behind tesla and the advancements over their competitors and the path that they have gone down to get to where they are i don't think many other companies can get to where they are and i really do um think tesla is a company of the future And it's tough not, it's tough to say buy it here, but at the same time, it's tough to say not buy it here because I think it continues to run throughout the next few years. And I think it continues to make even more higher highs, but only time will tell. And if this thing does pull back, if we get a late 2020 pullback, I am definitely going to be looking hard at buying some Tesla. But that is enough spewing over Tesla. Um, that is just my thoughts at the moment on Tesla and going into the next few years. Excellent upgrade out of Wedbush. Now we are going to move into a name that I actually got a few uh, DMs on from on Twitter, and I'm going to break it down. Well, I I released a breakdown on it, so I'm going to go through some of the numbers. And this is C um, Ltd. And, you know, we've gone over this company a few times. We've dropped a few breakdowns on this company. And if you want to see the latest breakdown, go to runningwithmoney.com. I dropped the breakdown this morning on CLTD, and I'm just going to go through some of the numbers. So as we all know, C Limited is a diverse provider of an online platform made of three core businesses. Um, And that's important to know. So CLTD operates in three core segments, and that would be digital entertainment, financial services, and e-commerce. Now, This company is mainly focused in Southeast Asia, Taiwan, Latin America, not super American based, but the growth they've been seeing is insane. And actually, um, a few months ago, I caught on to this name when I saw a Motley Fool article that said, you know, this stock has run the most out of any name in the market. And I was like, holy smokes, what could this be? And I went on and I was like, what the heck is CLTD? And it turns out that they're actually, you know, a pretty, you know, they're growing extremely um, and they're very popular in foreign countries. And, you know, what they do is they have those three core segments of e-commerce, digital entertainment, and financial services. And they offer a lot of digital services. So taking a look at it, their first segment is called, I believe I'm pronouncing this uh, right, Gerena, Gerena, G-E-R-E-N-A, which is the company's digital entertainment segment. Um, And then second up is Shopee, S-H-O-P-E-E. Um, which is C Limited's e-commerce segment, and then finally you have C Money, um, which is the company's financial services segment, and you know that offers a lot of those digital wallet services um, that, for instance, you see on like the Apple Wallet. Um, a lot of those different services on the financial end. Now, if you look at the growth, and at first I was a skeptic. I was going through these fundamentals, and I was like, you know, are you I really? I can't even pronounce the name of the segment. But I look at the growth on this, and I was actually quite surprised. Now, the EPS is an issue for me. They've missed on EPS um, four times in a row now. Um, In their most recent report, the Q3 report, just from a few weeks ago, they delivered an EPS of negative 69 cents versus the expected analyst consensus estimate of negative 53 cents, um, missing for the fourth time. Now, on the other hand, and why I'm bullish on this name is because the revenue growth and the segment-by-segment growth they are seeing and the uh, solid gross profit um, growth is quite impressive. Uh, Revenues continue to grow um, to $1.2 billion in Q3, representing a 98.7% increase year over year. Now, breaking those revenues down, C-Limited's digital entertainment segment saw a a gap revenues um, level of $569 million. That represents a 72.9% increase. And if you keep digging into it, their e-commerce segment saw GAAP, or gap revenues, explode to $618.7 million, and that's 173.3% year over year growth. So they're seeing huge growth when you get into the revenues just out of those three statistics I saw 98%, 72% and 173%. And what I was most impressed on is the um solid gross profit um level increase. So their uh, gross profit increased to $407.6 million in Q3, representing a 100.6% um year-on-year jump or revenue or growth. Um So I'm very happy about that. And they also raised guidance going into the full year 2020. Um, When it comes to the digital entertainment segment, um, CLTD now expects over $3.1 billion in revenue for the year on 2020. That's 75.4% growth in their e-commerce segment. um, They expect $2.3 billion in GAAP revenue now or or exceeding $2.3 billion. And that's at least 144.1% growth in their e-commerce segment for revenues. Now, digging into the balance sheet, I took the Q2 numbers. Uh, The Q3 numbers were not yet posted from what I could find. So total debt as of the Q2 um, balance sheet levels was $2.109 billion, uh, total liabilities of $5.750 billion, cash and short-term investments of $3.448 billion. Um, So, you know, I wasn't, happy with the balance sheet but i wasn't terribly um frustrated with the balance sheet with cash and short-term investments along with total assets far exceeding total liabilities and total debt so i was quite happy with that um taking a look at the valuation it is not bad folks it is not bad a price to sales of 26.99 times and a price to book in 90.16 times now given the solid growth um under the hood uh in q3 Analysts have gotten more bullish on it since the last time I went through the stock. um, Analysts now are, you know, they're relatively neutral, but they're more bullish. Um, The mean price target, $199.86 per share. That's a 9.15% gain. And when taking a look at the um, high and low price targets, the high price target is now $225 per share. That's a 22.08 or 88% gain um, from its current price roughly. And then the low price target is $173 per share representing a negative 5.52% loss from its current price roughly. So, you know, it's, it's tough to say, you know, it's tough to say, buy it all the way up here but it's also tough to say you know don't touch it all the way up here it's one of those names where it has a lot of growth um it's seeing a lot of growth it's down 34 cents today it's seeing a lot of growth but it's tough to say whether you should buy it or not now taking a look at the six month and this is this is what i'm seeing on the six month with se or dollar sign se or c limited um I see a MACD that has been trending down long term. I see an RSI that has uh, slowly been trending down, but I see quite a I see it jumping up big time and I'm quite impressed. I really am. I'm quite impressed with the way that this stock is acting. Um so, you know, it's tough for me to say buy it and it's tough for me to say not buy it. If you like the name, if you like the growth and you're bullish on this um on the fundamentals of this company, I say buy it here. But if you are not, I would recommend waiting, um, taking a look at it. And when I took a look at it last night, the RSI was at 57.50 and the CCI was at 96.92. So those are both roughly in the high end of the range. Also, what I saw and we're going to round this up here, was the MACD was sitting within an upward momentum, but long-term trending down over the past few weeks, and it was around a tight range of 3.41. So I wasn't super impressed with the technical side of this, and it's also just a few points off its highs um, at the price it's currently trading at. Now, what I all what you know a positive note for me was the seventy point three six percent institutional ownership level. Um, that was positive for me because it's more positive than negative to have a higher institutional ownership level. Um, and I also appreciated the fact that the top holders were Sands Capital Management, T Real Price Associates, which seems to always have um great investments and great names and capital world investors. So I was quite happy with the institutional levels on this. Uh, the valuation wasn't bad. The balance sheet was not bad. The revenues growth in the under the hood growth that I saw from the company was solid, but the EPS was a problem for me. And you know, the, the f- technical fundamentals weren't super great. So taking an overall look at the stock, um, in my opinion, it's gotten super volatile all the way up here at the top. And I recommend if it wait wait on it just wait on it it has run so far this year over 350 percent just this year if it pulls back to say i'm going to say 170 start nibbling um if you're really bullish on it and you think it's just going to keep on heading north you know it's your prerogative buy more but i personally do not think that it's just going to be a rocket ship from here it's actually if you look at it it's been flat since roughly october uh mid-october so that's that's my opinion on the stock. Wait for a slight pullback and then pick some up and nibble on it. Um, don't go all in here. It's just simply too high for me. But at the end of the day, we have to move away from these individual stocks that we've been talking about the whole entire show. And we have to dig in to the watch list, of course. We have to dig into some of these names that I am liking today. Now, I will disclose that I really do like, I really do like Salesforce um that is a name that i've always liked the fundamentals are solid they you know got an upgrade today i believe i'd have to double check on that but the stock is actually um, not reacting the way i thought it would react to that upgrade they have earnings coming up and i really do like crm i think you can buy some of it um i just picked some calls up they were down two points just a few minutes ago and i picked the calls up and now they're only down 77 cents so I'm happy about that but at the end of the day I really do like Salesforce I think it's an excellent name you know they continually beat on earnings I have found um at least that's how it seems I really do like the name and that's a name on my watch list full disclosure I just entered the name now digging into the watch list today and we're going to go through this real quick because the show has gotten a little long already but we are going to dig into it so I see Apple down two bucks today not sure why buy it costco only up 36 cents but it has run really far this year 381 points uh i'd hold off on costco if it pulls back say 10 points picks them up tgx uh that's a tough one for me i don't like it ge over 10 just noticed that over 10 today wow Wow, if you picked some of that up a few weeks ago, congrats. Uh, Starbucks down 18 cents today. Not enough for me. It's at 96 still. I think that's just a tad bit too high. Um, J&J, no thank you. Microsoft down $1.24 today. Buy some at 209. Excellent name. AMD, I think you can pick some up here. It's up $1.36. I like the acquisition uh, prospects. Uh, A lot of people aren't bullish on this acquisition that AMD has made of Zilinx. I completely disagree. I like it a lot. Now, moving into some other names, we see Square up ten points. That's a little hot. Maybe wait for that to pull back. Um, going through this, Bristol Myers an excellent name. If you are looking for a position that is almost like a bank account and yields you a few percent a year, Bristol Myers is your stock. Uh, Goldman Sachs six point two seven per uh, up six point two seven points. Uh, Goldman Sachs is a bit high for me at two hundred twenty nine bucks a share uh stay away from it i really don't like the financial sector i'm just going to be completely honest i do not like the financial sector at, uh, currently where it's at when it comes to the banks not all financials but overall the financial sector is a bit rough for me and i really am not favoring the banks right now um nvidia excellent name it's at 523 i think you can pick some up amazon it's now under 3100 bucks buy some amazon amazon's an excellent name Amazon's not going anywhere. They're going to see growth throughout 2021. I believe like crazy holiday season's coming up. There's going to be a ton of spending. Um, actually there was just a report out today that retail spending is expected to actually rise. Um, right? Yes. 3.6 to five, roughly 5% is the number I saw. I'd have to go back and double check. Don't quote me on that. Uh, let's see here. Yes. Retail trade group says holiday sales up 3.6 to 5.2% posting strong finish the 2020 in spite of pandemic. That was the CNBC headline. Um, I actually just shared that on Twitter, but in any manner, we did go through a few names on the watch list today. I do like tech a little more today than I do the reopening stocks. I think a lot of those reopening stocks got a little extended. Oh, and Boeing up 10 today. That's why I said buy it at 200. Excellent reopening play if you are looking for a reopening play. Thank you for listening to the Running With The Money podcast today. Sorry about the rambling the last few minutes, but I am going to be back Wednesday with once again another podcast on the market and more information for you to help you invest Every single day of the week, this was another successful episode of the Running With The Money podcast. My name is Luke Donay, the host of the show. Follow me at Luke Donay on Twitter and follow me and my team on Instagram and Facebook at Running With The Money. If you want to see a breakdown done of any stock, any stock in the market, hit me up, comment on one of my posts on Twitter, or DM me. My DMs are always open on Twitter for some excellent information. I might be able to get some breakdowns done for you if you request a stock to be broken down. That is really what it comes down to. So eat, sleep, profit, trade on, and I will see you Wednesday.